This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. Developed from the ovary in the base of a flower containing the seeds of the plant. Must we adhere to this outdated and closed-minded label, or can our food finally enjoy a more fluid identity? Today we ask, are tomatoes really fruit? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. I'm your host, Nicole Hendizada. And today we are answering the question, are tomatoes fruit? Hold on. This, we need to clear this up because I wanted the title of this to be Tomatoes Ain't No Damn Fruit. Okay. Because I stand by that. So I don't even think it's that. a question. Nicole, tomatoes ain't no damn fruit. Do you agree? No, I don't agree. They are fruit. Well, you think tomatoes are fruit? Of course. So you're buying into the hype. It's called science. You're taking the blue pill. You're fine going I back believe- to this false reality that we've all grown I up in. I believe in science. No, Do you I, believe in science? I believe in the science that I want to believe in. No, that's not so true. So you believe in pseudoscience? <laughs> Is, okay. I, like, I prefer the term quasi-science over pseudoscience. <laughs> no, I... Okay, this gets very complicated really quickly. Okay. I do believe that via the scientific botanical definition of a fruit, which is anything that actually contains the reproductive structure of the plant, i.e. the seeds, Mm -hmm. that that is the fruiting part of the plant. So I believe that tomatoes are the fruiting part of the entire tomato plant. I do not think that makes them a fruit. Hmm. Because when we say the phrase, are tomatoes fruit? So Nicole, I say, uh, are tomatoes a fruit or a blank? What's the word? Complete the sentence. Tomatoes. Cardigan. <laughs> you think t- you think I'm asking you, are tomatoes a fruit or a cardigan? Yes. Or, well, what are they? Are they a cardigan? It's a, it's a light jacket. I don't know what a cardigan is, but I know my grandma bought me one once it's and I didn't like it. It's a light wool jacket with buttons. What's a chemise? I don't know about all that. It's just like a shawl. I think it's like a shawl. Mm. Just kind of, you well, know. Well, like over the shoulder? Yeah. Mm. Chic. I do like when, like, you know, you're like your girlfriend's like, can you, like, put this jacket and you just kind of <laughs> lovingly drape the jacket over their shoulders? Ugh, God, it feels so good. I just kind of grab her and say, give me it off cold. <laughs> vegetable. The answer no! is vegetable. When you say, is tomato a fruit or a blank, the question is, is tomato a fruit or a vegetable? We're working in a dichotomous world right here between fruit and vegetable because that is the actual lens that people are viewing this through, right? Yes. Are you, Nicole, you a botanist? Uh, I sure can be. How much you know about Linnaeus? Uh, I know about Linnaeus. How much you know about Mendel's seed pod experiments? Uh, is, is that the Punnett Square guy? I think that's the Punnett Square guy. Okay, because yeah. I think we got it wrong last time. I think we did. Yeah, I think we I said. I think it's Linnaeus. I, I don't know. It was Mendel, Gregor Mendel. Anyways, I, Nicole and I had the same 10th grade science textbook <laughs> where we learned about this crap. But my point is, when we're talking about these things, we are talking about the commonplace definition and not their actual botanical definition. So fruit both doubles as a botanical scientific term mm-hmm. and as a commonplace term. Sure. As in, you eat a fruit salad. You are referring to a salad made of fruits and not of vegetables. But I hate that. I hate that logic that like, would you put tomatoes in a fruit salad? No, of course not. Would I put cucumbers in a fruit salad? No, of course not. Because a fruit salad is its own dish. It doesn't have to be cl- like classified with all of these other fruits. It's the out. I'm going to agree with you. It's an outlier fruit. It's a little weird. It's a little confusing. It's not exactly sweet. 
but I'm still going to eat it and call it a fruit because it is what it is. I care about science. You're just trying. You know what you do, Josh? You come in here and you, you're like, I, you know, the facts are this, but, but I'm not interested in that today. I tried, you know, with the chicken and the egg thing last week. I don't care about that. I'm not going to entertain that idea anymore. Let's be real here. Let's call it what it is. It is a fruit. It's not a veg. It acts like a vegetable, but it's still a fruit. If something acts like something else, does that mean that it's not the thing that it is not? Well, what? <laughs> is that not the thing which is not not acting like being you correctly? You know what I'm saying though, right? But what I'm saying is the point of language is to communicate ideas clearly. And also the reason we have terms like fruit and vegetable are to group like things together. Which for a botanist, of which we have both decided we're not because we ain't even know the name of that one scientist that was in our 10th grade textbook. I could be. <laughs> The limit does not exist. Also, if any of my friends say they're a botanist, I just to me that just means they're growing weed on the porch, <laughs> yeah, which is sure. legal now. Yeah. Ryan putting the edit note in there to take out the marijuana reference. Um, but anyways, <laughs> my point is the reason we have categories and language like fruit and vegetable is to mm-hmm. group like things together. So when you say something like a fruit salad, you understand that there are strawberries and some like you know honeydew that won't be ripe for another thirteen years. But I love that's put in there. Yeah. Oh, I do love honeydew. Yeah, uh, as opposed to a salad made from vegetables, which are likely lettuce, tomato, onion, things like that. So I'm saying that the reason we even have those categories are to make communicating easier. And when people start, you know, throwing things out there, everyone had that one kind of a-hole devil's advocate friend when you were like 11, 12 years old. Was that you? That was me. It was like, tomatoes are actually a fruit. And I hate myself. I think the reason I feel so strongly about this is because I hate that 11-year-old pretentious child that I was. If I saw my 11-year-old self, I would not hit myself in the face because that's a crime. (laughs) Uh, Striking a child, I I won't strike a child over an argument. I need to make that very clear here. Um, But (laughs) I I don't like when people kind of bring this this so-called fact up. Because they think it's perfectly accurate. I think the term fruit is essentially, I would call it like an auto-homonym. Are, an you, calling, are you calling a tomato a fruiting vegetable? Yeah, I think that's that's fair to say. It is a fruiting vegetable where there are non-fruiting vegetables. Maybe. So like a, a potato is a vegetable. No, it's a tuber. A tuber. But okay, so you're specifically classifying all these things in their actual relation to the plant. Of course. Did you know that did you know that a pumpkin is also considered a fruit? I did. Anything anything yeah. with seeds inside of it is a fruit. But oh, did you know did that you just, say, what did you just say? I said anything I was about to explain this. I consider them autohomophones. Meaning it's it is the same word that sounds exactly the same, but when used in different contexts, they are two entirely different meanings. Like the word set. The word set has the most definitions of any single word in the English language. Because you can play a set in tennis. You can have a set of dishware. You can be roll hard for your set. You can be on set. You can set something down. So it's the same word, but it means many different things. And sure. I think the term fruit, when you're using it in the botanical sense or the gastronomical sense, mean two different things. I don't agree with that. So I, I don't think, think so. I think you can have fruiting. I mean, when we're talking about the very scientific definitions of things, broccoli is technically a flower. Right? Yeah. But someone says- You ever you had know, flowering broccolini before? Oh, God. Oh, dude, what's the, what are broccolini leaves called? Spigarello? I think so, yeah. I, I love a nice raw broccolini salad where I just take the beautiful yellow uh, flowers and I just kind of pepper them on top. Yeah, so, yeah that's great. I'm not going to say- bro- Okay, so tomato has its own unique uh, <laughs> expression. 
What do you mean? I think I think it's one of those things where like people people can call it a vegetable linguistically. That's fine. You can call it whatever you want. But at its core, at its true nature, it is a fruit, scientifically speaking. So you can call How it How often are we speaking scientifically as opposed to say just trying to communicate the idea of what something is going to taste like? Uh, Put it in an actual ratio time. because I want to know how useful this definition 30 is. 30% of the time. 30%. Maybe. Me. But also I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> also fat nerd. Also you're a botanist. Nerd. Also I'm a big fat nerd. You grow weed on your porch. I don't. I live with my mom and dad. We have <laughs> okay. cacti though. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's, let's, let's go back to the root of this sure. whole thing. So if you actually look at why the debate actually happens, because like you said, a pumpkin is also technically speaking, botanically speaking. I hate that if I just say a pumpkin is also a fruit, then you're going to pounce on me because you deserve to. But a pumpkin is technically, botanically speaking, yeah. also a fruit because the seeds are contained within the actual exactly. vegetable that I'd call it. God, this is just a complete like a uh, uh, word scramble in my brain with little, the fruits and vegetables. A little discombobulated. Okay, okay. So the reason this is only a debate, the reason are tomatoes a fruit or vegetable is even a question as opposed to are pumpkins, are cucumbers, are zucchini, are avocado a fruit or vegetable is because of the court case Nix versus Hedden. So in 1883, Chester A. Arthur passes an import tax. I can see Ryan frowning right now. In 1883, this is important context, people. Chester A. Arthur, what an exciting president. Didn't you forget he existed? Next time on Jeopardy, 1883, Chester A. Arthur passes import tax on vegetables but not fruits. So a fruit importer sues the collector of the Port of New York for back tariff money, arguing that tomato is, botanically speaking, a fruit, not a vegetable, because it's a seed-bearing part of the plant. So this whole debate is only happening because some like rich, miserly businessman was deciding to, to troll the courts, being like, no, actually, tomato is a fruit, not a vegetable. And then they eventually... Uh, actually ruled the court, the state court of New York ruled that tomatoes are a vegetable because of their commonplace definition. You know, there's no one I respect more than a businessman that totally goes into a court system and completely turns it around so he doesn't have to pay tariffs. But he didn't. He lost. Oh. He lost. They ruled, the court ruled that tomatoes are a vegetable. But this guy was the one to introduce the idea of like, yo, this nerd scientist over here, he says it's a fruit, so... Well, I think that's great that he actually took the ideas of a scientist and brought them to a court of law. It sucks that he lost, but now, look at us. We care enough about it to talk about it in depth and in detail. It's true, and, and yeah. I am genuinely fascinated by this idea of scientific language versus kind of commonplace yeah. language, uh, and especially how it, you know, actually interacts in a court of law. Because so many people, when we talk about anything, you know, even the name of the podcast, a hot dog is a sandwich, mm -hmm. people, one, please, for the love of God, stop, stop spamming it. us that a hot dog is a taco. Stop it. A hot dog is not a taco. Don't send me the cube rule We know anymore. about the cube rule. I don't like talking about it. It's over. It's done. That stuff, that, it makes no sense. It We're gives me hives. We're going to have to do a whole podcast about the cube rule. I don't want to. It gives me hives. <laughs> I don't want to. It's disrespectful. To, I think that the cube rule is actually disrespectful to other foods. Uh, I agree with that. I think we foods. should get into that in a full episode. Ugh, but what I'm saying is people will send us the dictionary definition of a sandwich and be like, see, it says two slices of bread there. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, Subway is the largest restaurant in the history of That's the world. Right. They've sold more sandwiches than anyone. You're telling me they don't sell sandwiches? And they go, oh, boy. Isn't it crazy that Subway puts fruit on their uh, on their sandwiches? Yeah, but you got to bring your own grapes. <laughs> If you bring your own grapes, because they're like, hey, we put all the vegetables, including the tomato on it, but hey, I noticed you have that handful of grapes. Can you put it on there? We just got six Subway sandwiches, <laughs> and they're all incorrect. Yeah, yeah, we, we messed that up. It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini-series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning... 
and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're loving boyfriend, yes, who you love very much, I do, and he loves you. I uh, yeah, he's a great guy. He's the best. He's got a great fashion sense. He's so fat. He's too fashionable for me. If he was like Nicole, I'm bringing you a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. If this dude shows up with cauliflower. Oh my gosh. Are you being like, okay, well, that's probably Roast that's a cauliflower bad, that's a bad dinner, example. baby. I forgot that you like cauliflower. Okay, what? <laughs> my point is that, like, when you say broccoli is a flower, if you use the phrase, like, I'm getting flowers, there's a commonly understood thing for what you mean. You uh-huh. mean roses, you mean hydrangeas, you mean Iggy sure. Azaleas. Wait, just azaleas. Just azaleas. <laughs> if you mean uh, Azalea Banks's, you know, you're getting, you're getting flowers that are to look at, you know? Yeah, you I get understand that. that there is a reason. Four flowers existing. They're pretty, they smell nice, they look good in your home, right? But if someone was smart enough to do that and so tongue-in-cheek enough to do that, I would love it. Are you kidding me? It would bring me such joy that someone has such a such a quick-witted sense of humor that they would bring me a bouquet of cauliflower and broccoli instead of Azalea Banks's and Iggy Azalea's. I would be so impressed. I'd be like, you I'd be like, you know what? You're right. Thank you so much. Let me saute these in garlic butter. I guess I need to talk to like someone normal about this. Yeah, I'm not you know, normal. That's, that's fair. My issue is, is that I love people that do things incorrectly <laughs> just to get a reaction. Like that's what I love. So you need to ask, we need to ask the people. Okay. What? So if you're all in on this strict scientific definition thing, right? Mm-hmm. You don't agree that language is used to group things by useful categories that we can actually use in our real life. No, I do agree with that, but just not for tomatoes or cucumbers or pumpkins or courgettes. Okay. <laughs> it's pronounced courgette. Courgette? I put a little bit of courgette in my profiteroles. Courgette. Uh, that's how they say it on Great British Bake Off. <laughs> I'll put a little bit of courgette in my, my, my gougette. I thought I'll make it was courgette. courgette. What's courgette? It's French. American. Courgette means zucchini in French, but also Brits say it. And they say aubergine to... too. Aubergine. They are so much better than us. We need to start Brits. saying aubergine more. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so talking about strict botanical definitions. Yes. Right? A strawberry. It ain't a berry. Because a berry is defined by having a... I hate... What I is it? A strawberry is... Uh, I forgot what it's actually classified as. But berries are classified as anything that has the seed fully encased by protective flesh. So oh strawberry isn't a berry. But you know what is a what berry? Is it? A freaking cucumber is a berry. You need to tell me a what a strawberry is. A banana is a berry. I don't know what a strawberry. What's a strawberry? You just ruined my whole life. But that's what I'm saying. Because a strawberry, like it's red, it tastes pretty similar to raspberries and blackberries and blueberries, and they all go together very well. So it's very useful to be able to call them a berry. But the problem is that berry also has a strict botanical definition at which strawberry doesn't fall under. Josh, it's not a berry, but it's just named a strawberry. But I'm saying, like, if you get a mixed berry smoothie and they're putting cucumbers in there, you'd go, oh, my God, you're so right. You're so ha-ha funny. Just like, just like my boyfriend who brought me the cauliflower bouquet. Oh, my God, no, John Batus, you're hilarious no. for putting zucchini in my raspberry mixed berry razzmatazz. Ha-ha-ha. That tastes gross. That ruined your day. Are you kidding me? If they could hide cucumber in a mixed berry Actually, smoothie, I would be so impressed. I'm like, here's my serving of green vegetable. I just really I'm just sorry, of green. <laughs> Not vegetable. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
no, it's not vegetable. Zucchini's a vegetable. Run that tape no, back. No, 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 I like no, how no, I've no, called no. a tomato a fruit like nine times. You've <laughs> called different fruits vegetables nine times. No, 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 no. And no, neither no. of us know what's going it's on It's just anymore. named a strawberry, but a strawberry isn't a berry. It's something else. But it's okay being grouped up in that sense. If I say I want a bowl of berries and a strawberry's in there, that's not going to bother me. But in my head, I'll be like, that's not a berry. But, but me saying that tomato is not a fruit. So you wouldn't accept if somebody said like, strawberry is not a berry. That wouldn't bother me. But if someone said like a tomato is not a fruit. That would bother me. Why? I don't know. It just does. Oh, wait. Am I mixing up the analogy? Yeah, I think you are. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Yeah, that makes sense. sense. No, I completely messed it up. Yeah, I fucking... Again, this, scramble, again. this is absolutely scrambling my brain. Because I think it's also because like I think a lot of people associate like sweetness with fruit, which is so wrong and so incorrect, you know? It really is. Because there's a lot of vegetables... That are also sweet. Yeah, you know, I mean, like what we would commonplace define as vegetable, which I have to add in front of literally everything now. Because to me, you look at like a pumpkin and a sweet potato. Mm -hmm. Those serve the same function, right? Pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie are very, very similar. There's different starch. Yeah, oh, no, pie now. man. Yeah, you ever made a butternut squash pie? <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. Well, before. canned pumpkin is basically butternut squash. Oh yeah, I remember this. There's like this whole like article about like the lies of the pumpkin industry. Yeah, well, that's another thing that's very ambiguous because the term pumpkin does not have any strict FDA definition yes. of what can be considered a pumpkin. So like if you go to the store and buy something called kabocha squash, uh, if you go to any Japanese restaurant and they say pumpkin ramen, what they're talking about is kabocha, kabocha squash, squash. Because to them, that's the variety of pumpkin that grows in Japan. To them, Shrug. as just a pumpkin. To us, we use the Japanese name for it. Mm -hmm. You know, And so there are these kind of ambiguations between different pumpkins. And so Libby's, the canned pumpkin company, was like, we're just going to grow our own variety of thing. If you've ever used what's called a field pumpkin, the stuff they make jack-o'-lanterns from yes. to make pumpkin pie, it kind of sucks. It's like stringy and watery. Yeah, it's not enjoyable. It's not like the worst thing in the world, but there's a reason they can pumpkin so much better because they're using something called a Dickinson pumpkin, which mm -hmm. is very almost identical to a butternut squash. Mm -hmm. So you're basically making butternut squash pie. My point is sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie, they're almost identical, right? But yes. you're telling me one of those is a vegetable pie and the other is a fruit pie? That's wild. According me. to science... <laughs> Yes. But at what point then According does science hold language back? A lot, apparently. But you're fine with that. You're, you're, you're not okay with saying that, like, one of these things is more important than another, yeah. of, like, actually using language to communicate ideas effectively and group things together appropriately no. for our daily life should not be hindered by your obscure scientific definitions. That's exactly what I'm saying. Shenanigans! I call shenanigans on <laughs> no, you. No, let me tell you, it's, it's about education, and I think that's what we're learning today. The importance of education is just uh, huge. And the fact that I'm learning that a potato pie, <laughs> I'm sorry. Potato the pie. fact that I'm learning. Give me a slice of that. This is a white potato Pot pie. We just blended russets with some cream and sugar. You yeah, you mean a that? mashed potato pie? Wait, 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 hold on. But have you ever, what if you used, did a sweet potato pie recipe, but just subbed in russet potatoes? I'm, I'm learning that you can sub a lot of things for a lot of things. That's true. This is very interesting. Maybe I need to just open myself up to just, you know, Understanding that fruit and vegetable is completely arbitrary. They're all just plants. Yeah, and you can I use think, them how we want. You know what? We should just call them plants. Why do we, plants. We, you know what? We don't need to specify anymore. No. Fruit, vegetable, nightshade, your mama. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Berry. What? What? I also don't care about your mother. Josh, <laughs> just call them. Is that what you said? I don't know. You just got to. Okay. I think we should just call them plants. Just plants. I think fruit bearing vegetable is actually to make a make a circular point. I really like the idea of a fruit bearing vegetable. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's that's very. Good, it's the most precise form I can think of. I think that's a perfect middle ground where we can still acknowledge the scientific value of calling it a fruit, 
but also give it the linguistic accuracy of calling it a vegetable. Yeah, yeah I but I understand that it would be sense. very confusing for people. I like how we've gone to two opposite ends of the spectrum. On one hand, <laughs> tomato is a fruit-bearing vegetable, and that is how it must be classified, a, a term that is purely oxymoronic <laughs> because we've decided that fruits and vegetables are two they're sides of the coin. O- they're not oxymoronic. I know they're not. but I'm, You're I'm, the one who made up the point that it's not a fruit, it's a blink. I said cardigan, you said vegetable. That's your fault, fam. That's your issue. We have one side of the spectrum calling it a fruit-bearing vegetable, basically a paradox, and I'm sticking by that. And the other side, no, erasing all those terms and just calling them plants, which I like. I like it too, but I think instead of completely erasing it, I think we should acknowledge both of them and respect them. Yeah. Well, one thing that I always got tripped up on when I was a kid, and again, I was that little a-hole kid that like fight with my teachers. Still are. And I'd like to... Th- <laughs> God, yeah, that's his whole podcast, is that little a-hole kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all of the thoughts you had as like a seventh grader where you're like, eh, ketchup is a smoothie. <laughs> and it's just us like with the... with like the addition of the age that we have and the experience that we had in the food industry, just like taking that times like to the nth degree. Yeah. The only difference is now we have microphones in front of us and apparently thousands of people that listen to us as seventh graders going, actually, did you know that ketchup is a smoothie? No, gotcha. I'm so smart. My parents don't give me enough attention. <laughs> That's literally this whole podcast. That's this whole podcast. It's just two a-hole children just looking at you like, actually, no, actually, no. Actually, applesauce and Cheetos is basically like a Latke. Yeah, it's yeah. no, it's all it's all complete shenanigans. What did you just say? What? Applesauce and Cheetos? That was what had someone brought up the idea of dipping Cheetos in applesauce, and I was like, well, I dipped latkes in applesauce. I think, yeah, but no, it's all just you know, us kind of uh, making word scrambles in our brains <laughs> trying to figure this out. But the funny thing about this is it has actually gone through the court system, yeah, and like literally they brought up the dictionary definition of what a fruit is in the courts, uh, and then tried to kind of parse out this idea of common meaning. Uh, which is why I like this idea of using pure instinct on what sounds right to me. So this idea that, you know, is a tomato, a fruit or a vegetable, I like to use the test of would I put this in a fruit salad or would I put this in a vegetable salad? You know, in a savory salad or sweet salad? Because I understand the sweet thing doesn't always add up. Like vegetables are savory, fruits are sweet. That doesn't always add up because like cucumbers aren't, no, cucumbers are vegetables. Because... Cucumbers like, are pumpkin, fruit. Like, I consider, what? Cucumbers are fruit. Cucumbers are vegetables. Cucumbers are fruit. I need to keep my story straight. Cucumbers Josh, are vegetables. you know that cucumbers, cucumbers are, are fruit. Cucumbers are fruit-bearing vegetable. Cucumbers are plant. It's a plant. Okay, we can agree it's on a that. plant. Okay, it's a plant. What I'm it's saying is, like, we, you know, I want to shorthand to fruits equal sweet, vegetables equal savory, um, but, you know, no, there are... No, I think are, that's dumb. There are sweet vegetables. Like, sweet potatoes are a good example. Like, this is a vegetable that is sweet. I just, so you can't do that. I think that's a cop-out. To How's that? I just I just think categorizing it by uh, like your f- like flavor profile is inaccurate. But doesn't it give you like what should kind of be grouped together? No, because Miles Kingston said, "Knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is putting it is not putting it in a fruit salad." And I think that that is the point of this whole. Podcast. That's good. That's way better than the quote that I was going to pull out. What later. were you going to say? <laughs> well, okay. So apparently we've both written down quotes. What I was going to say is using this idea of commonplace instinctual definition of like, I know what a vegetable is based on how I use it. <laughs> There's a famous Supreme Court case, Nicole, 1964, Jacobellas versus Ohio, in which this is quoted in a lot of popular culture and media on the definition of what is and isn't pornography. And Supreme Court Justice, what's the name? Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart said, I shall not today attempt to further define the kinds of material I understand to be embraced within the shorthand description, pornography. And perhaps I could never succeed in intelligibly doing so, but I know it when I see it. 
And I understand that was so actually kind comparing- of that was widely praised as being like, you know, a kind of very humanizing moment for the Supreme Court. A lot of people have problems with it. They say it's this kind of, you know, uh, a catch all decision that could be used very harmfully in other cases. But when it's something like what's a fruit and vegetable to me, I know a vegetable when I see it. and I know a fruit when I see it. Ask me anything. I'll tell you if it's a fruit or vegetable. Uh, Kale. Vegetable. <laughs> see, it's easy, Nicole. <laughs> Gooseberry. Gooseberries are an actual berry, I believe. Gooseberries are one of my favorite. I always, whenever I would go to the Brentwood Farmer's Market, mm-hmm. I would go get a whole fresh carton of gooseberries uh-huh. just to walk around and munch on gooseberries all the time. I, anytime I would go to a bat mitzvah, they had like a whole like <laughs> freaking planter of them. I grew up eating gooseberries at bar mitzvahs yeah, too. Yeah, and I would just spoon them on my plate like it was my job. Um, let me ask, uh, tortilla, uh, corn. Corn is, here's a, okay. No, this brings <laughs> you to another point. This brings me to another point. What I was talking about earlier, being an a-hole kid at school, and then we decided that we're a-hole kids and we got sidetracked because yeah. we've decided that we both have the ADD and the fact that there's not... Undiagnosed. S- undiagnosed ADD. But, you know, that's one of those I know it when I see it kind of thing. <laughs> what Ryan say? Bamboo. Bamboo a tree, bro. Bamboo ain't no fruit or vegetable. You out there eating trees, Ryan? Bamboo <laughs> is a tree. Is it a vegetable? If you tell me right now, well, you bamboo, can eat bamboo is a vegetable. Root, like, uh, or bamboo shoots. So the bamboo young root, bamboo shoot, bamboo <laughs> root, bamboo shoot. Okay, let me get a basket. You know, I had to blast you. <laughs> what I was saying was the way that we grew up understanding food is in within the food pyramid, right? We all remember that. Oh yeah. And so I remember in school, in like third grade or something, seeing the food pyramid and seeing, you know, you eat this many fruits. What is it? Two to three, and then you eat three to five, five vegetables. To six servings. No, that's definitely you're supposed to eat less fruit. And I remember because fruit has more sugar, and uh-huh. so you're supposed to eat more vegetables. Uh, but there was a picture of the tomato in like the vegetable category, and then our teacher was like, "Well, did you know that tomatoes are actually a fruit?" They're and just a like, low sugar fruit, which is like, why they're in the vegetable area. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That the reason we are even discussing fruit and vegetable in dichotomous terms is because like we need to know what they do for us. You know what I'm saying? So if something is low sugar enough of a fruit, put it in the vegetable category. I will let's do this, Nicole. Let's have a like fruit vegetable draft. Mm-hmm. I'm drafting for vegetables. I want tomato on my team. You can take sweet potato into the fruit. I'm fine calling sweet potato a fruit. I don't want to do that. Take it. It, but I, it's want, not. I don't want sweet potatoes. A sweet potato isn't a fruit. It's a vegetable. Sure it is sweet. It's Put a it in root pie. Veg- it's the same Just as pumpkin. Be- you make pumpkin pie, you make sweet potato yeah, pie. It's the same. You're being silly. You're not listening to me. You're just talk, speaking off the dome like a rapper. <laughs> you have to. See, let me tell you, I've really gotten into rap battles recently. And the most important <laughs> thing, listen to me, in being a rap battle. <laughs> Go ahead. No, please explain is, rap battle culture to me, Nicole. <laughs> is knowing your opponent and listening to what your opponent says so you can say what they said, but in a diss. This oh, is all. Good. This is all. This is Josh. This is just an epic rap battle, but there's no rhyming, and we have no flow whatsoever. <laughs> That's true. We're both incredibly unflowed. I have a lot of flow. I'm. I like rap music, but okay. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me tell you this: Is a red bell pepper a vegetable? Yes. Is it really? Wait. Because mm. it's. Is it sweet? Is it not sweet? What do you do? Como. Bien. Como quien. <laughs> I don't know. I want to just como quien. I want to say that I want to say the red bell pepper is obviously a vegetable because I use it in fajitas. It's but, not. But at the same time, I know botanically speaking, it's a fruit because it has the seeds inside of it and all that. But also, like red bell peppers are incredibly sweet. There you Actually, go. though, in the dictionary definition of vegetable, they use the term herbaceous very liberally hmm. in the sense of you understand the taste of a fruit, right? It's kind of it's 
it's sweet. You understand the taste of a berry. It kind of has this like deep, dark uh, red sort of flavor, and you know this. You know there's citric acid in it and all that. And I think there is something. I use the term vegetal a lot to just sure. describe the taste of something. Mm -hmm. So you understand that you know red bell pepper, although it is obviously sweet, it has a much more vegetal taste than something like an apple. So I to me, that like that. very much separates them into two different things. But an apple has the same sweetness as say a plum, as you know a grape, as things like that that are botanically very, very different in their composition, mm -hmm. but they are grouped together because of commonalities. Yeah, but just because things are common doesn't mean they need to be under the same umbrella because where do you draw the commonalities? That's why, that's why we have umbrellas, is to describe common terms. But but when does, who determines the umbrellas? Who's holding the umbrella? Is Me. It, is it Rihanna? I hold the umbrella. Is it Jay-Z? I always forget that was like the first Rihanna song that we ever heard. No, right? it was Ponda Replay. Oh, that came before Umbrella? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You think she got a feature with Jay-Z for her first song? I am obviously out of Bro, my depth here. get out of here. I am obviously out of my depth, and I would like to walk back <laughs> ever talking about Rihanna's Umbrella. <laughs> On the JV basketball team, we would listen to Umbrella and play basketball. Practice. <laughs> That's, That's really That's my funny. only relation to it. Would you consider Cherry to be a berry? You know what's uh, upsetting <laughs> to me? My girlfriend. So I, Cherry's... Are, no, no, no. I love your girlfriend. <laughs> no, no, no. My, I love her too. My, uh... My favorite fruit in the world are cherries. I will during cherry season. I will just sit down to like a three pound bowl of cherries. Oh, yeah. I love Rainier. I love Bing. I love dark sweet red from Michigan. I love all forms of fresh cherry. And Julia had never eaten a fresh cherry before. That's really Somehow. cute. It is really cute, and I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited to just be like, "Oh my god, let me introduce you to my single favorite fruit of all time." It is a flavor that is uncomparable from literally anything. And she eats it and just goes, "Tastes like a grape." <laughs> So and I'm funny. like, what do you mean? And then I ate a cherry and thought about grapes, and I was like, damn, this tastes like a grape. No, it doesn't. Cherries are very distinct. They have a certain I, tartness. I think they do, too. And there's a depth of flavor to the cherries. It's the best fruit of all time. I just found something out. What's that? Do you know what a droop is? Is, it, is a strawberry a droop? No. What's a, a droop? A cherry and an apricot and a, let me see, a nectarine a peach and a cherry are considered droops, also known as stone fruit. Stone fruit season is my favorite season. Let's be real. Nectarines are my favorite fruit. When Okay, Josh, what's your favorite fruit? Okay, I would say cherries, but I already said that. So I'm going to say dapple dandy pluots. Once I <laughs> ate a dozen of them and then I almost pooed. <laughs> I mean, I did poo, but I almost did it when I shouldn't In have. your pansies. Yes. Yeah, I love nectarines. I think they're like the perfect balance of sweet, tart, citric acidy. I think it's fantastic. The world of fruit is great. Don't you just love when you're just like chomping down on a pumpkin? Stop it. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> have you ever had a deliciously tempered piece of pumpkin? I, I Hater. Have, how, what? Okay. What? Are there any fruits that exist that you can't eat raw? I'm uh, trying to think about just these kind of commonalities. Fruit? Yeah. What? Like, what fruits can you not eat hmm. raw? I know there's what, a lot what of vegetables. You consider you fruits that you can't eat raw because you obviously like. I mean, you can't. You can eat anything raw if you try hard enough. No, but, but you something can get like poison. a pumpkin versus like an apple, right? Oh, do you mean like poisonous? Not even poisonous, but just uh, in terms of what is commonly kind of enjoyed. Because uh, like you said, you'd snack on cherries, you'd snack on nectarines. Uh, what's a rhubarb? Rhubarb is, okay, so rhubarb is actually another interesting. Rhubarb is another Vegetable. interesting thing where it's almost exclusively paired with fruits in things. Like people only know rhubarb by strawberry rhubarb pie. But rhubarb, if you look at it, it's just a stalk. It's just celery. It looks exactly like celery, and it's very, very sour. It's almost not sweet at all. Yeah. And I've had it in savory dishes. Uh, shout out to Chad Valencia at Lhasa for making a rhubarb sinagong, one of the coolest things I've ever tasted. Um, but that's another thing that people associate with being a fruit, but I would call rhubarb a vegetable. 
I don't know what a what is it what is a rhubarb actually? So a rhubarb, technically speaking, is a stalk, so it would be a vegetable. Okay. But people bring that up in See, the tomato conversation. There you so go. So am I just a hypocrite? Maybe. But I'm also a hypocrite because I'm putting it under the umbrella of fruit because that's what I did. That's what I did naturally. You see what the issue is, Josh? We're all just kind of prejudiced in our own ways and what we believe. I think we just need to go back to the original conversation of calling it a plant. We just, just need to call it a plant. We, uh, what's there a is no such thing what, as a fruit or vegetable. No, a berry is a? Plant. A pumpkin is a? Plant. A celery? Plant. Nectarine? Plant. Pula? Plant. Fruits and vegetables don't exist, people. A Wake tomato up. is a? Plant. There tomato is neither a fruit nor a vegetable. Tomato is simply a plant. plant. It is not a living sentient being that we slaughtered. It is not meat. It is not cheese. All we know for sure is that tomato is a plant. It's a plant. And that's kind of beautiful to me. This is a great conversation. This is a great conversation. I think we came to a nice civil meeting of the minds and I'm really glad we did it. And I'm glad that we both came to agree that science doesn't matter and is mostly fake. Yeah, that's the important part. All right, Nicole, you've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions are, are Like Casseroles. Opinions are like casseroles. Everyone, everyone's got one and they smell like onions. Opinions are like casseroles. You don't want to have hair in them. <laughs> Raymond, white bread, original flavor <laughs> potato chips, and ketchup make for an amazing sandwich. Yeah, I eaten I eaten a potato chip a ketchup sandwich. I don't like it. My big thing: life's too short for original flavor potato chips. I what? believe that strongly. I believe that strongly. If you're getting a potato chip, to me, it has to be like the craziest flavor. Although I have straight up ruined small gatherings with getting bad potato chip flavors. Listen, the Sichuan chicken from Lay's was not good. Listen, dude, there is nothing better than the original taste and snap and flavor of a Lay's chip. You know it. You know it. I Sometimes it's nice when, in the Mythical Kitchen especially, we are always eating just the craziest, most flavorful foods to our own detriment often. Uh, amen. I was talking about the other day how it's we eat so much of our content for nutrition for our bodies. It's horrific. But the problem is our content mostly isn't vegetables. No vegetables. No vegetables at all. And so sometimes like I'll just eat a bite of cabbage and be like, God, that's good. I haven't had a vegetable at work in maybe like three days. It's been years. We literally, we got Wingstop for lunch today. And I, and I was like, dang, they don't even have any vegetables on the menu. And I was like, Trevor, we got any vegetables in the fridge? And Trevor's like, ah, there's a quarter head of lettuce. I was, I thought they were supposed to give you like uh, sticks. Yeah, Them where, where was our veggie sticks? Where were my sticks? Where are my veggie sticks, Wingstop? where are my sticks? Anyways, to me, this sounds like uh, it's a food that you eat that you, I wouldn't particularly enjoy. Uh, this is a struggle meal. It's pass. a struggle meal, which Hard I pass. eat often and I understand. Hard pass. No, thank you. I've been eating so many peanut butter sandwiches out of just kind of like apathy at home. Mm, that sucks. It's like I need some, but I mean, I, I enjoy them thoroughly. It's just like Isn't I'm sure Ryan Raymond. Negative? Yeah, but I mean, like, it's kind of, I don't have the wherewithal to, to cook anything better for myself. I'm tired at the end of the day. I need food inside my body. If you could pick three bags of chips to take to a party, what three bags of chips would you take? This actually says a lot about you as a person. It really does. Because you can't be too aggressive. I've learned that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Szechuan chicken chips. <laughs> Dude, it was so bad. I looked at the ingredients list and they had something that was just like, brown pan meat flavor Ugh. was like one of the extracts in it. Ugh. And I taste it and it tastes like burnt chicken bones. Oh no. You ever have like a stock that like they over roasted the bones and you're like, this is just acrid. Yes. That's what these chips taste like. It That's was horrific. 
disgusting. But that said, I still refuse to buy plain chips to bring. Okay. Unless there's, I know there's going to be salsa and guac, then I'll, I'll get, you know, uh, Santita's brand corn chips because okay. they're so good. But I will bring a barbecue kettle chips. Mm-hmm. Kettle brand chips are my favorite chips. They're one of the, the brands that I look at and just like For sure. gush over. For sure. Kettle brand barbecue. I will bring a spicy sweet chili Doritos. Mm-hmm. And then I will bring something kind of inoffensive, probably from the Kettle brand. So something like, you know, they're, they're like dill pickle flavor. That's inoffensive to you? That is my level of inoffensive. Oh chip. That God. is my plain. When, I, when I'm acting <laughs> on that, plain is either pepperoncini or dill pickle. Oh my gosh. That's so funny to me. I take that's, risks, Nicole. That's crazy. So my top three would be uh, Kettle, Salt and Pepper, but the Ridges one. The one I hate with the, the, yeah, the Costco ones. Oh my gosh. I don't like them. Okay, ugly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, try- I'm doing the best with what I have. Um, sour cream and cheddar ruffles. I guess I just like ridges and limon chips, limon lays. The limon lays are fire. Limon lays. I like those. Zachary Lee says, what's the best kind of peanut butter and why is the GIF extra crunchy? My favorite peanut butter is Laura Scudder's original because I was raised in a fancy house. (laughs) And that's that. The funny thing about Laura Scudder's is they came before all the natural peanut butter brands because now you go to Whole Foods. I mean, you even go to go to Ralph's or yeah. any normal grocery store. For sure. And half of them are like Justin's, you know, unstirred, like chunky nut butters. I'm not yeah. a big Justin's fan either. But there's a lot of like natural peanut butter options. Back in the day, it was either like Peter Pan, Jif, Skippy, Goobers, like all these Goober. very child-centric brands. And there was one like natural peanut butter and that was Laura Scudder's. So yeah. she is the OG I love me of making just like real unprocessed peanut butter. And yeah. I have respect for it. That said, I do not enjoy the taste. I love, I do, I was raised on it. That's like my yeah. favorite. It's like almost like crunchy, smooth peanut butter. You know what I mean? It's right in the middle. I feel that. I love it. Uh, that said, I, my favorite thing is Skippy Naturals. Because it's, <laughs> I know that the term natural means literally nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. actually a big movement to ban the word natural in packaged foods. And I think I would support that Me because too. it misleads consumers. 70% of consumers think that the word natural means a product is healthier, although there's no actual benefit to having the word on there other than lying to people. Yeah. That said, it makes me feel better when I spend the extra 30 cents to get something that says natural, and it tastes a little bit more organic. Just a little. Just so I enough. Use, I use Skippy Naturals, and I am typically a creamy peanut butter fan. I will buy three creamy peanut butter jars to every crunchy peanut butter jar. That is how I space it out. I say that I'm a crunchy girl, but in reality, I'm a smooth yeah. girl. You know what I mean? I like to gum it down. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. At Chef Kyle Hash, <laughs> not mine, but an interesting take. Oh, okay, this is a take for a friend. <laughs> He's a oh, chef. God. He's this a is, chef. He's this a is, chef. This is the biggest stretch I have ever heard. Ketchup is a liquid and 20% sugar. That makes it a soda. No, it what doesn't. What do you think words mean? No, it doesn't. Soda literally comes from like... Carbonation? Carbonation. Like that yeah, is yeah, the yeah. definition of a soda. And there is no carbonation in this. And I've actually seen it. This is a viral tweet and someone was obviously... Uh, the British word, we talked about why British people are better than us earlier. Mm-hmm. The British term is taking the piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my favorite. This person's taking the piss. 20% yeah. sugar makes a soda. No, if anything... It's uh, lemonade. Yeah, it's, it's Gatorade. It's, no, it's lemonade. It's a sport drink. There's no salt. Oh, yeah, there is. There's there salt. salt. There's salt in it. Yeah. It's a sport drink. Okay. Ketchup is Gatorade. Ketchup is Gatorade. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate that we just landed on that. Yeah. Uh, Dad is smond. I don't like sticks in my corn dogs. Well, what do you like? Sir? You like some boneless. Uh, you like boneless corn dogs? I like boneless corn dogs. So you like hot dogs? No, I agree with that. This is stupid. Stick shouldn't be there. It's it's hot. But like you're it's, supposed to eat it like a normal hot dog. Josh, it's hot when you touch it. You burn your fingies. 
You should okay. What we need then are like corn cob holders, mm-hmm. but we need corn dog holders, mm. where they're little pincers that you can put in the ends, but they don't go all the way through it. And so then you can eat all the batter off your corn dog, this is and then throw it. the hot dog away. Why would you throw the hot dog away? I just want the batter. The point is, what's Nicole, the point? I watched you just eat a ton of plain corn dog batter when we were recipe testing for the Bisquick thing. That's because it when, was wasn't good. It fun? <laughs> It was good. It was better without the hot dog. You put damn crab in there, like a like a some sort of corn dog doctor. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> a corn dog savant. <laughs> I hate that the things savant. that I am actually good at cooking are all like you know garbage. It's, it's carny food. Yes, yeah, garbage. Food. I'm good at making carny food. Uh, Juno Virtue says it's just called spaghetti, not spaghetti bolognese. They spelled it like ball in knees. Like, oh, so this person is saying like spaghetti bolognese shouldn't be called spaghetti bolognese. It should be just called spaghetti. Nah, bruv. It's called spag bowl. Spag bowl. It's yeah, called spag bowl, bruv. You like spag bowl. Get your story straight. I love spag bowl. Muppet. My mom makes the best spag bowl. Uh, Why does this person have an issue with bolognese? I think it's just like, it's just called spaghetti, like in their house. Like it's called spaghetti. Yeah. Like. Like we, make, like we don't make bolognese, we make gravy on Sunday. We make Sunday sh- gravy, sure, romantic yeah, Sunday yeah, gravy. Yeah, yeah, and you Giovanni know. comes over and Tony comes over. Mario. Antonio comes over. Tony Jr. comes over. <laughs> At Shanana Gandalf. Great name. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks are always better dipped in chunky salsa. Hey now. That's good. Here's the thing. Though. I love that. Di- when you dip mozzarella sticks in marinara sauce, do you prefer the marinara to be warm or cold? Oh, f- well, are the are my sticks hot? Yeah, your sticks is hot. If my sticks are hot, my sauce is cold. <laughs> Why did you laugh at that? It sounded like a life lesson. If my sticks is hot, my sauce is cold. You sound like an old, like a 1950s woman smoking a cigarette. Uh, listen, listen, toots. <laughs> my sticks is hot. So you're inhaling an unfiltered cigarette. My sauce is cold. You know what that means, don't you? You want me to make you a man? Oh my gosh! Yes, that's pretty much who I am on the inside. But yeah, if it's if I eat my sticks hot, my sauce cold. Hey, that sounds good. It's just marinara with some extra acid and spice to it. I, I'm into it. I prefer. I think I, I truly prefer salsa to marinara for dipping things. So I'm on your team. Let's see what's next. Eric Crane Twenty says. Chicken is a more versatile meat than steak. Brussels sprouts should never be on a food plate ever. Oh, they so, got a twofer. They think yeah, they can insert two opinions into we one casserole. We got a twofer. So chicken is more versatile meat than steak. I think they're both versatile. You're just lazy. And Brussels sprouts should never be on a food plate ever. Brussels sprouts are delicious. I understand that they kind of smell like farts, but it's mm. okay. There's nothing wrong with eating food that smells like farts. Pork farts. Last night I thought Josh. about just tweeting at one in the morning, pork farts. <laughs> but instead... Trevor thinks I should retweet. I should just tweet pork farts because uh, we were talking about I had a 14 pound pork roast that I had been procrastinating cooking. And anyways, the only thing I've eaten over the last week is just 14 pounds of pork. Uh, and so pork farts naturally came up for no relevant reason. <laughs> anyways, when this person says chicken is a more versatile meat than steak, my problem is steak's not a meat. He talks about chicken. Chicken chicken's a whole animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cow's a whole animal. I think he's saying chicken breast. They are saying chicken breast. Are you sure? I'm just going to assume. Maybe. Is chicken breast more versatile than steak? Well, you can eat steak raw. You can eat, you, yeah, actually. You can grind steak. I know what they're saying, though. I More often than not, like, I'm eating chicken. I, I eat, eat chicken chi- four or five times more than I eat beef. I eat it, like, like half and half. Like, I eat a lot of meat. We've established all I eat now <laughs> is pork. And I'm fine with it. Yesterday, when we had all those ribs, I was, like, dreading having to take those home and eat them because <laughs> I'd just gone through 14 pounds of pig meat. No, no, I got Chris some good old <laughs> Sound like an ogre. I hooked him up fat. 
I just eating seven, had seven kilos of pig meat. Ew, disgusting. And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. We got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Enherizade with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube. We launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pics of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. See you next time. Tomatoes are porn. Tomatoes are porn? What? Okay. <laughs> you guys remember Lil' John? Yeah, yeah.